now tuned in to the spiciest podcast in the world. Live from your local cash and carry, the notorious Gucci podcast. Having some of that chunky. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another great episode of the Notorious Gucci Podcast, man. I'm your host, your humble and gracious host, your host with the most, man, the boy, the most sauce, the boy, the most chutney, man. Sprinkle a bit of garam masala on top, man. The rotli to your sack, the kitchri to your curry, the dal to your bath, the dal to your dokri, the gacha to your jalebi, the samosa to your chutney. The pow to your bhaji, man. The crispy to your bindi. The chili to your paneer. <laughs> I'm your humble and gracious host, the notorious Gucci, aka Million Hoser, welcoming you to episode 106 of the Notorious Gucci podcast. Now, I hope everybody is good. I hope everybody is in good health. I hope everybody had a great week and weekend uh, just gone. And I hope everybody's given out to have a good week this week, man. And now, above all else, I hope everybody is staying safe. That's all That's all we're talking about here, just staying safe, man. And, you know, whether that be being indoors or, you know, I have my own, you know, uh, preferences on this. But, you know, whether that be to staying indoors or, you know, you form a little social bubble with another family and things, you know. By all means, you know, but just staying safe. That's it. That's it. Uh, we're not going to go too much into the politics. You know, we've already discussed all of this. You know, over the coming weeks, <laughs> you guys know my thoughts and views and opinions. But yeah, just just to emphasize. I hope everybody's staying safe out there, man. Weather-wise, in the UK, man, here. So I think in the weekend we had some quite nice weather, man. But you know, quite a bit of sun. You know, I think Sunday was really really nice, really warm and things. Everybody out in the park. You know, doing a picnic and everything like that, you know, I, I was doing the same. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I think we're set to have another great weekend this week in terms of weather. As throughout the week, it's a bit in the mid-ranges. But uh, yeah, we just got to make the most of the summer as we can, right? <laughs> right, so yeah, so episode 106, man. You know the vibes. And you know the fucking vibes? Yeah, you know. You know the vibes, man. You know the vibes, right? So, in terms of this week, man, yeah, we got quite a few bits and bobs to talk about, man. We got quite a bit of music that came out, quite a lot of singles that came out this week. We got new projects from Juice World, his first posthumous album. As he rest in peace, Juice World. Summer Walker dropped off a little EP as well. Got uh, in terms of news, we talk about a bit more of the cronies and update here in the UK. TV and movie, you know, I haven't really been watching much TV and movie this week, if I'm, if I'm honest. But, you know, we'll talk a bit, a bit about that and, you know, some TV and movie news that has come out. Gaming news, man, we're going to talk about all the gaming news over this week, man. We had a quite jam-packed week. Ubisoft doing a little, uh, little uh, uh, you know, presentation and showing off some new games, some new announcements. So, you know, we'll be talking about that. Some more PS5 news and, um, you know, some, some delays in terms of some games. Last of Us Part 2, obviously, and Ghost of Tsushima as well, which is set to drop this week, so we talk a lot about that. And, uh, yeah, I've got some sleeper picks for you this week, man. got some sleeper picks after a while, man. Marking a return of the sleeper picks. So, yeah, we'll talk about that as well. Right, so, without further ado, or without further to do, <laughs> should I say. Right, let's get this show on the road with some music. Hey DJ, turn up the music. Yes, turn up the music, man. So let's see what we got this week, man. We kick things off this week by Two Chains. Yes, Two Chains. Uh, you know, drops a new single, linking up with his later true label mate. You know, uh, Schoolie, and you know they they link up together to drop the track. They were just trying to be seen, 
right and man this is great man uh, i haven't heard from chains in a while uh i think the album that he put out was it last year before i can't remember rapper go to the league that was pretty good although you know there was a bit of mixed reviews and things uh, it was pretty good man I, I liked it but yeah he's been relatively quiet you know a few few feature spots here and there but um yeah he's i think he'd been busy you know getting his label his imprint off the, off, off the ground you know with his true true label man tru and uh, you know just signing a few people and that one of them being schoolie so this is really the first time i'm hearing from schoolie as well uh yeah and, and i actually really like the track man devil just trying to be seen we actually really like it it's good to hear from chains after so long beat is dope um yeah, chain sounds great on this and yeah schoolie sounds good as well man so um, i'm very tempted to check out more or schoolie on this so yeah, obviously chains, you know, uh, you know, touching a few, a uh, few bits of bobs, you know, a few pieces that you know worth discussing as well. You know, we'll see, you know, what's going on in the world and things, and you know, just uh, you know, other bits and things as well. So yeah, this is this is a dope track, man. Uh, I like it. I do like it. And uh, I said it feels good to hear from Two Chains after such a long time. So yeah, man, uh, I'm I'm really digging this Devil Trying to Be Seen track. I believe this may be on a compilation or a sort of mixed. Uh, you know, collaborative project that him and Schoolie or some of his label mates at True are trying to put out, but obviously that remains to be seen. Uh, but for now, yeah, man, definitely got to check out this new Two Chains track, Two Chains and Schoolie. They were just trying to be seen. Four chilies out of five for me on the spiceometer. Quite spicy, quite thickle indeed. Next up, man, we got Wiz Khalifa. Yes, Wiz. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. I, you know, he dropped off a little saga of Wiz Khalifa a few months ago. That was which was pretty dope. Um, and you know he, he comes back with a new single called Slim Peter and this time linking up with uh, famous producer Static Selector now as soon as I press play on this track man the beat it, it really reminded me of old school Wiz this is that old school Wiz sound man that mixtape Wiz sound that cushion orange juice Taylor all the dice burn after rolling it kind of gave me those vibes man and I really I really fuck with it man I think Wiz is really dope when he that, you know gets into this retro sort of bag these retro sort of you know these these sounds that you think you know belong in the 60s and 70s and things i think you know, i think he really excels at that there was one track he put out a number of years ago i think it was called g smoke or something like that and like just the beat and the sound of that reminded me of like the 60s i think i was playing la noir at that time as well so it was kind of going hand in hand with that like the sound and things um, but yeah, yeah, I, I think Wiz is really good when he dips into that sort of bag, man. That old school retro sort of sound. And as I said, listening to this track just you know gave me that nostalgia of old Wiz, man. That old mixtape, Cushion Orange Juice, uh, Taylor Order Dice Wiz, man. And uh, I really like this, man. I really like this. Uh, whether or not this is going to be on a project or not, this is just some Lucy that he put out because it's not on streaming services. It's on YouTube. That's why I checked it out. So it's not on streaming services as of yet, but yeah, man, I really like it, man. I, I, I'm, I'm digging it, man. Really digging it. it. Gave me that feeling of nostalgia, from, you know, back in those days with that old school mixtape Wiz I was listening to, man. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So shouts out Wiz, shouts out Static Selector for for a dope track here with Slim Peter. Four chilies out of five for me on the spice. I'm quite spicy, quite the cool indeed. Moving on, man. We got her. Her drops a new track, "Do to Me," and wow, man, she she uh she goes a different route with this one. She goes the uh, you know reggae reggaeton sort of route here, man. Um, you're channeling it, channeling her inner reggae sort of soul, 
and you know tackling a reggae sort of beat it and man she absolutely smokes it man absolutely smokes it man i think her man, I, I didn't expect her to man you know but you know being as talented as she is as great as a singer uh, and artist that she is man uh, I, I, I shouldn't have expected anything less man um yeah man you know she's got a great voice very talented and uh, yeah man and i think man, i could do with more of these reggae sort of sounding um uh you know her man uh, because uh, she absolutely smoked this track man i gotta tell you that absolutely smoked it and uh, yeah man this this is great man um you know, obviously, yeah, as I said, going a reggae sort of route, of route and, you know, providing some bit of R&B and with a Caribbean sort of vibe. Um, obviously, she starts it off with some patois, some Jamaican patois. And, you know, which also, you know, just adds to the song itself, the tempo and the feel of the song itself. Um, the producer of this track was actually uh, Swag. Um, and... Uh, uh yeah yeah so it's 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 a <laughs> it's, it's it's a really really dope track man really really dope track from her man she absolutely smoked it man absolutely smoked it i'm just trying to think was this this was song yeah bam bam that's it bam 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 yeah she samples that from sister nancy oh, i thought it was a classic reggae track yeah so yeah her with do to me absolute smoker of a joint man um i encourage you guys to go listen to that man it's great great track man and uh, yeah there's not nothing else left to say man you know the vibes man five chilies out of five for me on the spice on the top of her do to me man hit that shit Ooh. Spicy, bow spicy, cool man, bow cool man, bow spicy. Ooh, we indeed, man. Yeah, that's her with uh, do to me. That is on your streaming services now, man. Bow spicy. Talking about spices, man. We got the beautiful, wonderful, ever so sexy. Snow Allegra, oh man, yeah, and she drops a new track coin, Dying for Your Love. And man, oh man, has Snow been on a roll these last year, year and a half or so, man, from that incredible album she put out with Oh, those feels again, to jumping on, you know, a few remixes and remixing some of the songs off that, to her live performances, to her music videos. Uh, yeah, she drops a brand new track called Dying For Your Love, and man, oh man, this is ever so sexy, man, ever so sexy, man, uh, what, what a track this is, man, it's great, great music, man, some great music from our songstresses this week, uh, yeah, man, great track from Snowman, I really, really dig it, man, yeah, and it's just a very sexy, sexy track, man, I, I gotta say that. And yeah, man, she smokes it as well, man. You know, nothing left to say. You know the vibes, man. You know the fucking vibes, man. I gotta hit that shit for you guys again, man. You know. You know the fucking vibes. You know the fucking vibes, man. Five chilies out of five for me on the spice summer. You know, hit that shit. Ooh, spicy. Oh, spicy, oh, Oh, we in.
indeed Snow Allegra there With the ever so sexy Dying for your love Five chilies out of five bowls Spicy bowl Cool man Shout out to her Shout out to Snowman For some great music Moving on to some not so great music man YG Yes uh, I don't know what YG's really doing at the moment he's, he's playing out some singles here and there Is this a release Is this a rollout to a new project Who knows Or a mixtape Who knows um, he started it off with the, the Fuck the Police Which was obviously quite good uh, I, I like that But he follows up with this one called Swag And I think I didn't watch the music video But in the music video is impersonating Colin Kaepernick You know taking the knee and things And you know all of that uh, For the track itself though Man this is a bunch of Bodra man A bunch of Lindora A bunch of Bodra man This is a bunch of Tati man I tell you that uh, this ain't no, this ain't a great track from YG at all, man. I, I don't, I don't know, man. Like I think YG is a very hit and miss artist, in my opinion. He's got some bangers in his thing, and you know he's got a great album. I think he's got two good albums with uh, you know My Crazy Life and Still Brazy. Uh, yeah, I really like those two albums, but his last few projects have been a bit of a miss for me. Uh, you know, nothing that's catching my eye and things like that. He's always been quite politically driven, so that's why, uh, and a good storyteller, so that's why, like, My Crazy Life and Still Brazy were really good. But I, I, he's, I don't know what route he's gone, you know, over these last few years. Um, but yeah, I've just not been really feeling his music, man, to be honest. I haven't. Um, and yeah, this song is another, te- another testament to that. This, yeah, this is a, this is a, while a pile of Pudra man, a pile of Lindura man, you know, <laughs> pile of Tati man, if you want to say that man, this ain't no good track man from YG Swag, so yeah man, you know, I haven't played this in a while, but it definitely deserves it. Oh brother, this guy stinks! Yeah, it does man, it does, uh, sorry YG man, that, that is, that is a uh, bit of a... Bit of a bodra man, bit of a bit of a tutti track there with swag. So uh, yeah, um, that's just my opinion on that. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you were swag. Next up, man, Black Thought, who is going to release Streams of Thought Volume Three, Kane and Abel. That's coming at the end of this month. Uh, you know, he drops a new track from there. Thought versus everybody. And in typical Black Thought fashion, this song does not have a chorus. It's just him rapping for a good on three and a half and up to four minutes. You know, as 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 effortlessly shown in his Funk Flex freestyle he did uh, uh, quite a few years ago, that that ten minute freestyle that he did, just effortlessly, man, just rapping constantly for three four minutes, and yeah, it's a great track, filled with bars, man, filled with lyrics, lyricism, man, bars that were just you know you just float at the top of your head, you know, on the first listen or so. So you need to go back and listen to this track a few times to try and capture everything you're saying. Even then, you might not be able to. But yeah, man, this this is. Uh, a great track from a great artist, man. An artist that is, you know, it's got impeccable breath control, impeccable delivery with his bars. You know, off the top lyricism, just that raw lyricism off the top of his head. Um, yeah, man, uh, a dope track from Black Thought with Thought versus Everybody, man. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of uh, discussions about Black Thought as an artist, you know, where he ranks and things, you know, obviously being a part of the legendary group, The Roots, was he was the only guy really, you know, doing handling the vocals and the choruses, not the, not the choruses, like, you know, in, in terms of, you know, the rapping and things on that. Um, but also they always had that asterisk next to his name because he's part of that group and he's never put out any like solo projects. But, you know, over these last two years or so where he's put out these three sort of EPs, projects or whatever you want to call them, mixtapes, whatever, he's Quite, he's shown quite a lot of uh, you know his skills, you know, um, that we all knew that he had. 
but you know it, it was uh, that, that I said that asterisk next to his name like he hasn't got a solo project he hasn't got this and that so I think you know, once this project drops, I think it's, you're gonna have to have that conversation. Black Thought being up there with the group, with the greats, man, in the top, with the greats, man, definitely. If you ignore Black Thought, man, uh, I, 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 I have to say that you, you don't really know your rap. <laughs> if I'm being honest, uh, the same way that Andre Three Thousand has that asterisk next to his name, you know, Black Thought has had that, but obviously now he's he's coming through and delivering with these projects. So uh, yeah. Um, Great track with Thought versus Everybody. I'm very excited about this new album, Shrines of Thought Volume Three. Cain and Abel, very, uh, very much anticipating, looking forward to that. Man, I told you we talked, we talked about a track listing last week. You got Killer Mike, Pusha T, Schoolboy Q. You know, just to name a few. Those are the people that are going to be on the project. So yeah, uh, very much looking forward to this. But yeah, go check out this incredible display of lyricism, rapping. Uh, breath control, cadence, flow, whatever you, you know, all of that, man, on this track, thought versus everybody, and you know, just uh, you know, be be prepared that we're gonna get much more like this on this streams of thought volume three project from Black Thought coming end of this month. Black Thought, thought versus everybody, four chilies out of five for me on a spiceometer, quite spicy, quite the cool indeed. So go check that out. Next up, man, Russ, Russ doubles down. He, he dropped a song last week, Life from the Villa. He follows that up with a new song called uh, Give Up. Man, uh, you know, so he's just fresh off for dropping off the deluxe from his Shake the Snow Globe album. Uh, I don't think <laughs> Russ is, uh, you know, preparing any sort of album this anytime soon, but you know, everybody in quarantine and lockdown, you know, they got, you know, all this time, so he may be. You know, that's why he's churning out this music at uh, this rapid pace. And, you know, uh, and the music is really good. It is really good. You know, Life from the Villa was good, and so is this new song, Give Up, man. I think I'm really becoming a big fan of Russ, man. Uh, as I said, you know, I, you know, Shake the Snow Globe was his first project that I listened to. I definitely need to go back and listen to, uh, you know, his uh, previous projects as well, man. Uh, yeah, because he's a very successful man, very successful independent artist. And uh, yeah, he's killing it, man. And uh, yeah, I can see why because the music is great. So, Russ would give up, man. Four chilies out of five for me on the spice. Some uh, quite spicy, quite cool indeed. Go check that out. Next up, man, we've got a legendary Warren G. Yes, he's, he makes his return to music, man. And he links up with Ty Dollar Sign to drop the song. And you know that. And it's that classic West Coast sort of vibe, man. And, um, I really liked hearing Warren G after a, a long time, man. A legend in the game, man. Not many people... Um, you know, remember Warren G, or you know, they, they've forgotten about him, but yeah, you know, he had some classic tracks with Nate Dogg, you know, with Regulate, and you know, uh, you know, part of 213 with Snoop Dogg and Nate Dogg as well, man. That, 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 that was really good, so yeah, you know, Go DJ and things like that. He had, uh, oh, you know, he, he's got quite, quite a good, uh, uh, a few tracks on him, man, and you know, yeah, as I said, he's a legend, he's a legend in the West Coast. Uh, so yeah, it's great to hear from Warren after a long time, and yeah, this song did not disappoint. Really liking this song, giving that West Coast top down sort of vibe, man, that California vibe. The Ty Dollar Sign only adds to the track as well. He smokes this feature as as always that he's that as as he has been doing. Um, yeah, great track from Warren G and Ty Dollar Sign, and you know that. Fortunately, is out of five for me on the Spiceometer. Hopefully, we we get some sort of new project from Warren in in the next coming months or this year. Fingers crossed. But yeah, Warren G, Ty Dollar Sign, and you know that. Four chili out of five for me on the spice on my dog. Quite spicy and quite cool indeed. 
Next time, man, we've got Kid Cudi, who's uh, actually, you know, he's, he's on a rollout for a new HBO series, a show that he's got coming out, um, you know, and to coincide with that rollout, he dropped a new song linking up with Eminem, and uh, this one called The Adventures of Moon Man and Slim Shady. Uh, so yeah, when, when, once I started listening to this track, you know, when 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 it came on and Cuddy came on, it gave me that those old school Cuddy sort of vibes, man. You know that the man on the moon, you know that day and night sort of vibe. Like, okay, man, this is that old school Cuddy. I can, I can get into this and things. Um, so I was, I was very interested to see how Eminem would fit into this, you know, because the pacing of this track is very much, you know, Cuddy's tempo, right? It's nothing that M, you know, I could I can imagine hearing M on. When M came on, it was an alright verse, uh, nothing star stellar to be honest, um, you know, that's what I've come to expect from Eminem, you know, these last few years, nothing stellar, nothing, you know, all of that, nothing, all of that, you know, he switches his, he switches his tempo up a, li- a little bit, which we know he can eat, he can rap fast, there's no surprise there, but yeah, nothing really stood out for me in terms of M's verse, to be honest. Uh, as I said, the 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 theme, the saying, the 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 melody, the the whole pacing, whole temper of the track was more suited to Kid Cudi. Um, I could have done without him probably on this track. To be honest, if this was a pure Cudi song, I might I might have a um, you know a, a differing opinion on it. But because it's obviously a Cudi and M song, and you know M M goes on for about two minutes or so. Uh, it kind of brings the song down, in my opinion, if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I liked Cuddy's verse, man. You know, I said he reminded me of that old school Cuddy, but uh, I wasn't a big fan of M's verse on this track, man. If I'm being honest, yeah. Uh, so uh, for that, you know, this uh, gets a rating of three chilies out of five for me on the spice one. So a bit of mid, a bit of mid. Uh, so yeah, right in the middle. Not not trash, but not amazing either, man. Uh, if it was just Cuddy, man, I could knock it up to about four chilies. But uh, as for M, you know, uh, coming through with a less than star stellar verse and just something I couldn't picture him on, yeah, it knocks it down. Uh, but yeah, go check that out. Kid Cuddy and Eminem with uh, The Adventures of Moon Man and Slim Shady. That is on your stream services now. Next up, man, uh, finishing off this week, man, we've got Tory Lanez. He drops a little capsule, a little, well, he's, he's, he's titled it the VVS capsule, which is just, uh, you know, just two tracks. So, a, a little EP, if you want to call it, I'm not sure, but yeah, I, I'm going to just brand it as two singles. <laughs> drops a little capsule, the VVS capsule is, you know, filled with two singles, one called Staccato and the other one called 392 featuring VVS Ken. Um... Two, two different sort of tracks really you know you get one with Staccato is the more hype sort of party-ish sort of track man uh, you know beat bumping and things and you know to get you bopping and things yeah so that was a really dope one I really like that one man I really fuck with that Staccato track man and yeah Troy's been putting out some great music as well you know these last few months you know his new Toronto 3 or was it yeah new Toronto 3 mixtape or whatever it was yeah that was dope and then yeah, I think you followed that with a few good singles here and there um and then yeah now him coming through with his VVS capsule so the first track on this Staccato really dope really messing with it man really gets you in a boppy sort of you know dance sort of mood man yeah I'm really fucking with it so yeah four chilies out of five for me on a spice sonata for for Staccato on that VVS capsule the second track 392 featuring VVS Ken I'm not feeling. I wasn't feeling this one so much Um, as I said this is a switch up from you know the Staccato one it's more 
bars and more gritty and things like that. I think um, just a different sort of sound. But uh, yeah, I, I really wasn't I really wasn't messing with it. You know, Tories verse dope. But yeah, with this um, this VBS Ken one. You know, um, obviously haven't heard from this guy. It's the first time hearing from him. Yeah, I just I don't know. Um, I wasn't I wasn't a fan really. You know, um, I think yeah, Tory did it. Tory did his job on his verse, but you know, um, yeah, this this track in its entirety, nah, not as great as the Cato in my opinion. So for that, three chilies out of five for me on the Spiceometer. You know, it's a bit of mid on that second track, uh, but yeah, you got one one dope track there with the Cato man. Yeah, so yeah, definitely go check out that VBS capsule, especially that's the Cato track man. I think a lot of people will start gravitating towards that. Uh, so yeah man go check that out Toy Lanes with the VBS Capsule featuring these two tracks the Kato and uh, what was it um, what was it called again and uh, 392 with VBS Ken so make sure you guys go check that out uh, yeah, so that is uh, the majority of our singles this week, man. Uh, yeah, so we got some really, uh, we got some really smokers on there, man. With her, with Do to Me, Snow Allegro, Dying for Your Love, and we got some really dope tracks after that with Two Chains and Schoolie, Devil Just Trying to Be Seen, Wiz Khalifa and Static Selector with Slim Peter, Black Thought with Thought versus Everybody, Russ with Give Up, Warren G and Ty Dollar Sign with And You Know That, Tory Lanes with Staccato, and then you got some mid tracks there with. Um, uh, 392 Toy Lanes uh, VBS Ken 392 and um, yeah and uh, yeah so and uh, Kid Cudi and Eminem with Adventures of Moon Man and Slim Shady and we got one Dutty one Bodra track there with YG with Swag so yeah make sure you guys go check out those great tracks man which I mentioned man those smokers with her and Snow Allegra and the other ones as well, man. Uh, yes, yeah, so we make sure you guys go check that out. So yeah, quite quite a jam packed week in terms of singles, man. And obviously that continues with the release of some albums. So uh, we got the first posthumous album um, from Juice World. You know, last week we got uh, Pop Smoke's uh, debut posthumous album, and then you know we got Juice World's first posthumous album with Legends Never Die. So yeah, um, quite a surprise, really. I think it was just announced midweek. And then yeah, it dropped on Friday. Uh, the project comes uh, stacked at uh, twenty-one tracks. Man, we got an intro. Um, and we got we got an interlude again. We got two interludes and an outro. Right. Uh, so yeah, you you got so you, you take those away. So you only got seventeen tracks there. You know, with, which are which are pure pure tracks there. We got features from Trippy Red. Track seven, tell me you love me. Uh, track eight, you've got Juice World, Marshmallow, Polo G, and Kid Leroy. Uh, on, on that, you've got Halsey on track 10, Life's a Mess, Marshmallow again on track 11. And um, yeah, and then that, that's it, man. Those are your features on there, man. Uh, so yeah, this, this Juice World album, album, Legends Never Die, 21 tracks, man, well, 17 really, and then you know, four, into, uh, four, four intros and interludes, outros. Uh, yeah, this is actually the first project that I actually listened to from Juice World in its entirety, um, and you know I've been meaning to listen to his uh, catalog, you know, ever since you know his his tragic, untimely death. Uh, just haven't got around to it, but so uh, yeah, this was the first project that I actually listened to from Juice World, and I actually really like him. And I got big uh, Linkin Park vibes on this, and I know uh, a lot of people may have differing opinions on that, but what I mean is like the you know a lot of people I've read a lot of people saying you know Juice World is that emotional emo rap sort of thing, and you know at a point in time Linkin Linkin Park were that, especially with their was it Minutes to Midnight album that was quite a lot of. 
you know, um, emo rap, you know, uh, especially with Mike Shinoda in there, who, who is the rapper in, you know, Linkin Park. Uh, do you know, I know Linkin Park are branded under rock, um, you know, teetering, you know, on the edge of rock and pop and things, but, you know, quite a lot of Linkin Park songs are in the same vein as some of these songs from Juice World, if I'm being honest. Um, that's what I got from this first listen of this project anyway. And so, yeah, uh, yeah, I've got some big Linkin Park vibes on that, you know, um, and, you know, a lot of people may not agree with me, but, you know, this is just me personally. And I actually really enjoyed listening to this project, man, you know, a few sad, you know, quite a few sad moments on there, you know, when you hear him speaking on the interludes and the intros and the outros and things. And you listen from his peers, what his peers thought of him and things. So that that was really dope, and you know, very, very quite emotional on that. And also, you know, he, he touches on quite a few p- topics, you know, which sound very eerie, scary right now. You know, talking about, you know, his anxiety. He talks about his, his anxiety is a running theme, uh, running theme throughout this whole project. You know, I think he you know, he, he emphasizes that quite a lot, especially that along with his you know drug use and things like that. So you know, a lot of lot of uh, striking factors from this project, uh, and um, yeah, so it's just uh, it's just um, quite quite sometimes at some point it's a bit it's a bit hard to listen to, um, you know, knowing what you know what happened with him and things. But uh, you know, the music on there is great. I've got to say that um, I can see why this kid was so beloved by his peers, and uh, you know how he was so talented as well. Uh, and you're just doing something different, man. Doing something really different, you know, that emotional sort of rap sort of thing, man. Doing something different, man. And uh, as I said, like uh, one of the one of the uh, uh, interviews on there, one of the guys, I think is was it Herbo, G Herbo, or someone on there. They were saying that he reminds me of uh, was it Young Thug. He reminds me of a uh, uh, 2008, 2009 little Wayne, you know, which when Wayne did like Rebirth and things. So it's you like you remind you know that little Rocky sort of uh, album that he did. So it reminded uh, you know some people of that, and I can see why that is because that's the, like the, the content in the music and just just the, just the production and the sound of it. Yeah, very very very, uh, very reminiscent, very eerily reminiscent of that. So yeah, uh, as I said, first project I listened to from from Juice World with this, and. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, man. I did enjoy it. Uh, front to back, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, there wasn't any track on here that I, I didn't like at all. Um, I think that it, 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 flowed, it flowed perfectly, to be honest. It did it did flow perfectly from, from the intro to all the way to the outro. Um, yeah, a dope, a dope project, man. A really dope project. And yeah, as I said, I, I am definitely going to go check out more of Juice World's catalogue. Um, uh, over time, so yeah. Um, in terms of favorites, man, yeah, I mean, conversations, Titanic, Bad Energy, uh, Blood on My Jeans, uh, Hate the Other Side, Life's a Mess with Halsey, Fine Demons. Um, you know, yeah, these these are some some of my favorites. But as I said, front to back, it's a great project, man. Really dope project. Uh, so. If you haven't heard from Juice World, if you haven't, you know, uh, listened to his music and things like that, I do encourage you guys to start off by listening to this project, get a feel for who he is as a person and, you know, what he was going through personally and things. And, um, yeah, man, uh, you may like it, you may not, depending on your taste and things. But, uh, yeah, I I, uh, um, I was pleasantly surprised, man, um, and I really enjoyed it. 
I really enjoyed listening to this project. So shout out to everybody who was involved in the construction, compilation of this whole album, the features, everybody in Juice World's camp, and everybody involved behind the scenes as well. You know, uh, it's, it's a great project, man. We've got two great uh, posthumous projects from two great artists that were taken away from us. Uh, uh, too soon uh so yeah man it's been it's been uh, it's been you know two weeks of you know great music from people who are not with us and it's just a shame really shame really that we lost such talented such talented um you know artists uh rest in peace obviously juice world man and yeah definitely go check out this album legends never die that is on your streaming services now Four chilies out of five for me on the spiceometer. Quite spicy, quite the cool indeed. And the second project we got this week came from Summer Walker. She drops off a little quick strike EP. Uh, five tracks on here, man. All coming to about 16 minutes or so. So that's that classic summer sort of thing, man. You know, she's dropping these two, three minute tracks, one and a half minute tracks, and things like that. Um, but yeah, mo- most of these are about two, mi- two and a half minutes to three minutes long. We've got features from no one dash noah i've heard of the gentleman before um quite a quite a famous soundcloud artist uh party next door on track three my affection and then we've got someone going solo on two of the tracks tracks one let it go and tracks five deeper yeah so five tracks there all coming about 16 minutes or so and yeah what a dope ep from summer man um so she with that she put out a great album last year it was the last year yeah with um you know over it uh, yeah, really, really dope album there from Summer. I put her on the map uh, with a lot of things. And uh, she follows that up this year with a little quick strike EP with these five tracks, man. Uh, EP is called Life on Earth. Yeah, man. Um, she's got some... She's got... Uh, she's two for two, man. She's two for two with me, you know, with the album and this. Yeah, man. Some some dope music, man. Some dope R&B music. Um, some dope feels sort of music as well, man. Get you in your feelings and things and all that, man. Yeah, it's really dope. Um, features are great on here. And, you know, no one Noah, as I said, quite a famous SoundCloud artist. Um, he's been putting out some great, great uh, singles, great music on his own. And then obviously with Party as well, she links up with Party, and you know uh, they, they they create something good as well on there on on, on here with uh, what's it called? Um, My affection. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then she, she smokes it on her, her single tracks as well, Let It Go and Deeper. So, yeah, man, a, a dope little EP from Summer Man. Very, you know, very surprised and very welcoming. And, yeah, man, really dope. I really enjoyed listening to it, man. And as I said, she's two for two with me on projects. And, yeah, and this is a, this is a dope little little quick strike project from her. Uh, as I said, yeah, this only five tracks on here, but if I had to pick favourites... It'd be yeah, track three with um, track two SWV somewhere in uh, no one lower. Track three my affection with party. Track four white tea with summer walker and no one lower. I think that that would be my favorite on that. If I, that was a standout for me on that, but uh, yeah, front to back, great great little EP from Summer Man and yeah, some great music. So you know the vibes, man. With this summer walker life on earth EP, man. Five chilies out of five for me on the on the spice summer man. Hit that shit. Man, you know the vibes. You know the fucking vibes. You know the vibes, man. Ooh, spicy. Ball, spicy, ball, the cool, man, ball, the cool. Ooh, wee. Ooh, we indeed. That is Summer Walker there. 
with a brand new EP, Life on Earth. Five tracks on there. All comes about 16 minutes or so, man. So make sure you guys go check that out now. That is on your stream services now. Yeah, so that that wraps us up on the, the the music side of things this week. So yeah, some great music that we got this week, man. So make sure you guys go check out all of that music, man. Uh, yeah, some great music there. Let's switch some news now, man. You seen the news, bro? Yes, we've seen the news, man. So let's give you guys a quick coronies update here in the UK. So as I said, obviously, I think just over last week, obviously, pubs and hair salons and things were opening on the 4th of July. And, you know, that's been going ahead. A few pubs were shut down. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think I think I touched on this last week. Yeah, a few pubs were shut down as well. Um, you know, after reopening things. Um yeah, and, uh, you know, I think, obviously, yeah, it's still going ahead, so obviously, you know, everything is still opening and things, we got an announcement that from the 25th of July, indoor gyms, indoor swimming pools, nail salons and things will be opening here in the UK, uh, so, yeah, that's, the, so the ever so, um, reminiscent gym, that you know people have been you know you know off from or you know not not, not been able to go to over these last four or five months it's making its return on the 25th to 5th of july uh and now personally for me i think gyms are going to be uh, a very infectious place i think you know they're going to be covid central for uh for you know for the disease as i don't think it's possible to socially distance in the gym um i get it they may put up screens between machines such as treadmills and cross trainers but what about the freeway area where people are just roaming around freely i don't think they're going to put screens and anything like that on there um even if they do now nah, i think you'll see you know people touching the weights and everything like that like no one's, there's not going to be a person on on stand to wipe down the weights every time someone has used them uh, and also uh it's been discussion that they're not going to allow too many people in the gym at once so there could be some sort of queue system where you know you're waiting outside for god knows how long for someone to finish their workout or whatever then you're allowed in so uh you know to save myself from all of that and obviously on top of that you know just gym being covid central you won't find me at a gym man until probably next year now uh so as much as you know i love going to the gym and love working out and love being that being part of my routine uh you can miss me with that <laughs> uh i'll make do with the 10 kg dumbbells i have at home uh yeah i might be a skinny uh motherfucker <laughs> by the time january rolls around but you know i think it's all about keeping safe and i really don't think that gyms will be a, a, a covid secure covid safe environment if i'm being honest um you know I, I as i said you know I, i'm not going to restaurants i'm not going to any of those sort of things you know for the foreseeable future up until at least next year uh no takeouts or anything like that for me either man so that's just my personal preference i know a lot of other people will be you know having different opinions that's them uh but yeah uh gyms nail salons indoor swimming pools and things will be opening from the 25th of july uh but yeah you will not find me there <laughs> uh to for, for the foreseeable future so yeah, and then uh, we got some news uh, just just late last night as well that you know uh, face coverings, masks will be mandatory or compulsory. Uh, you know, inside shops from July the twenty fourth, and people can face up to a hundred pound fine if caught without wearing their mask inside stores. Uh, so that's what uh, you know the news we received. You know, just over the last twenty four hours or so as well. 
um yeah so a lot of people are prepping a return to the office you know in a covid secure environment a lot of offices are still saying no not until next year and a lot of people are doing it on a voluntary basis as well and t- try and trying now for a few for a few weeks or a few months and seeing how that works out as well so uh uh, as I said, I think the general advice is still stay as ho- at home as much as you can, uh, and work from home as much as you can. Stay safe, you know. Wash your hands, wash your ass, wash everything, man. Um, keep doing what you're doing, you know, and staying safe and things, wiping everything down. And uh, let's just see, man. Uh, you know, it's, it's coming up to two weeks now since the pubs are reopening. So, you know, I, I'm not sure if we've seen. Uh, I've looked. I've been looking at the figures. I haven't yet seen a spike in the cases or anything like that, but you know, we, uh, I know over the weekend we recorded, I think, the lowest numbers. But obviously, due to the weekend lag, that was bound to happen. Uh, just we just need to keep an eye on the stats this week. Uh, however, their second spike is slated or expected to hit in September when you know the kids are going back to school. But the third spike, obviously, expected in the winter time. Uh, so obviously, we're not we're not through this yet at by any means. The virus is still here. Uh, and you can catch it and things no matter what race religion color you know whatever you are so uh yeah just be safe out there um if you want to go back to the gym man do you man but it sounds like a lot of hassle to me uh so yeah just do you man if you want to do that um but yeah uh you know that these are these are the points of news that you know we, we've been uh you know um receiving on this last week or so uh so yeah let's just uh as i said keep staying safe out there um nothing else we can do man nothing else we can do right moving forward then man let's talk about some tv and movies so hit my shit man you seen the new tv serial yeah, I haven't, man. To be honest, yeah, I haven't really been watching too much TV this week, man. Much series. I, I caught two episodes of uh, season seven of Brooklyn Nine Nine, so I think I'm about two episodes away from finishing. Uh, so I hopefully you have that finished by this week. But apart from that, man, yeah, I haven't I haven't continued watching the morning show, Insecure season four. I've watched a few episodes. I think I'm on episode seven. Um, really enjoying that uh, at the moment. So yeah, I've still got I think four episodes of that left to finish. Uh, so yeah, I haven't been really watching much, much uh, TV, man. As you know, uh, gaming has been taking up a lot of my time, and I think it will be the case um, for the foreseeable few months at least. Uh, yeah, so yeah, um, the only things I managed to be checking out was yeah, there's two episodes of Nine Nine, which were great. Uh, so you've got two episodes left to finish. So yeah, hopefully I have that finished, and you know, just some insecure as well. So yeah, uh, you know, the, that's where all the things I've been watching. We have, however, received some news regarding some up-and-coming tv shows uh kicking things off uh the batman film which is starring robert patterson which is set to release sometime next year they have actually announced that uh you know there's there's going to be a spin-off the batman spin-off which is going to be focused on the gotham pd uh it's coming to hbo max and it is a prequel series so when I first read this title, focus on a Gotham PD. I mean, haven't they already done that with Gotham? You know, focusing on Jim Gordon, uh, which was a great series in my opinion, man. Um, you know, as a Batman DC fan, man, I, I really enjoyed that series. I think Ben McKenzie did a great uh, job as um, Jim Gordon on that. You know, you know, giving us a little background pre-story to all these villains and things, and you know, Bruce Wayne before he became Batman and things. So yeah, I thought that was a great, great series. Um, 
But uh, yeah, this spin-off focus on the Gotham PD, I thought, isn't that really going to be the same? But, uh, you know, uh, let's, uh, I'll read you what they've said. So yesterday it was reported that Warner, Warner Brothers has ordered a spin-off TV series for Matt Reeves, the Batman, focused on the members of the Gotham City Police Department that will be exclusive to HBO Max. Uh, another detail about the series has come through uh, that uh, the series will take place before when the Batman is set and dive into how Gotham became corrupt and infested with criminals. Um, no idea if Robert Pattinson will make uh, an appearance, but uh, you know they've learned that it's set before when the Batman is set and it will dive into how Gotham became corrupt and infested with criminals. Uh, so yeah, very very um, interesting thing. Uh, so I don't know if it's going to be primarily focused on Jim Gordon, or I think he's going to be a part of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to go. I'm I'm very excited to see this new Batman. Obviously, you know, obviously when what Robert Pattinson was cast, there was also a lot of skepticism. But uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see this as he's he, as he is my favorite superhero. And yeah, I'm a big Batman fan, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to uh, you know check out this new Batman film next year. And yeah, I'll be very interested to see this new series, uh, you know, the spin-off series focusing on the Gotham PD. So yeah, uh, that's set to come. Uh, hopefully, maybe what sometime next year. Uh, yeah. So according to uh, a bit more backstory, according to a Variety, the series will build on the Batman's exploration of the crime and corruption in Gotham City. Um, while no actors have been revealed, um, we wouldn't be surri- surprised if Jeffrey Wright's Jim Gordon, uh, John Torturo's uh, mob boss Carmine Falcone uh, all appear during the course of the series. Um, as for whether Robert Pattinson's Batman will appear, that remains to be seen. Um, yeah, so this will be the second live-action Batman series to focus on the GCPD Arthur Gotham. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, this this uh, something to look forward to, I guess. Um, so yeah, very very interested, very very eager, very intrigued to see what this will, uh, how this will turn out to be. Yeah, so a new Batman series, a little prequel to the film. Uh, it's a little spin-off series focused on the Gotham PD. It's coming to HBO Max. No sort of release date yet, but we're probably looking at sometime next year, I think. Right, uh, also some more TV news, right, so Batwoman has been coming here uh, uh, consistently every week, every Sunday on E4, I think we're up to episode 14 or 15, something like that, I think we've got five more episodes to go, but obviously, you know, we, we received the news that Ruby Rose will no longer be reprising her role as Kate Kane as Batwoman in season two, due to, uh, I think, the scheduling or conflict issues about timing and the amount of hours and time spent on set and you know injuries she was she was uh dealing with and the cw were on a hunt for a new batwoman and uh just just over the last few days a new batwoman has been appointed right and fitting with all the criteria that the cw wanted right so the new batwoman is uh uh, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right, Javicia Leslie. Uh, she will be the new series lead for season two. Kate Kane is gone, but a new heroine will rise. The CW has found its new Batwoman actress, Javicia Leslie. Uh, some people might remember her from Godfriended Me. She will take over the lead role in Batwoman season two. Uh, they aren't recasting Kate Kane following her abrupt departure. Uh, instead, Leslie has been cast as a new character named Ryan Wilder. Right. 
Uh, here's the CW's official description for Ryan Wilder. She's about to become Batwoman. She's likable, messy, a little goofy and untamed. She's also nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who wore the Batsuit before her, with no one in her life to keep her on track. She spent years as a drug runner, dodging the GCPD and masking her pain with bad habits. Today she lives in a van with a plant. A girl who would steal milk for an alley cat could also kill you with her bare hands. She is the most dangerous type of fighter. Highly skilled and wildly undisciplined. An out lesbian, athletic, raw, passionate, fallible, and very much not your stereotypical all-American hero. Uh, yeah, so she will be the new black uh, Batwoman, and she put out the same machines. She says, "I'm extremely proud to be the first black actress to play the iconic role of Batwoman on television as a bisexual woman. I am honored to join this groundbreaking show, which has been such a trailblazer for the LGBTQ plus community." She said in a statement. Uh, so we we don't know much else about Ryan Wilder at this point as she appears to be a completely new creation rather than an adaption of an existing DC character. We do know that uh, Ruby Rose's Kate Kane won't be killed off in between seasons 1 and 2. Instead, Kate's mysterious disappearance will be a major plot thread in season 2. Batwoman season 2 expected to debut in January 2021, so it will probably come here a few months afterwards in the UK. And yeah, so uh, that'll be... Uh, um, so that'll be very exciting to see, man. I've I've actually enjoyed watching this new Batwoman, you know, uh, on 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 E4. So yeah, I'm, I'm recording it every week, and yeah, I'm enjoying it, man. I'm enjoying it. Something different, man. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to see how season one ends and how season two is going to turn out. So yeah, we got a new Batwoman there, and congrats to Javicia Leslie. I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. Apologies if I'm not. So yeah, very excited about that. Right, man, yeah, let's talk about some games, man. Ooh, the games, man, let's talk about some games. <laughs> Have you played that new Gamma? You mean game? That's what I said, Gamma. And obviously, man, we've got to hit our new gaming drop, man, you know, which I premiered last week. <laughs> if you know, you know the classic PlayStation man, uh, you know, uh, intro man. So, yeah, let's talk about some games, man. And yeah, we've got a lot of shit to talk about in terms of games. So, let's kick things off with Ubisoft. Yes, Ubisoft held a little showcase for the up and coming games they're going to be releasing over these next uh, six to eight months. Uh, so, obviously, they, they uh, showed an extensive gameplay look at Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is set to drop November 17th, I think, uh, on PS4, Xbox One, and I think Next Gen. They also announced the new Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs Legion, which is set in London. Um, I've never been a big, really fan of Watch Dogs. I've seen a few gameplay things and that, but nothing that really piqued my interest. Uh, but, you know, I know a lot of people are big fans of it. So, new Watch Dogs Legion, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they, they premiered some gameplay on that. And one thing that I was really interested in, probably the only thing that came out of Ubisoft's press conference, or in this new conference showcase that they did, was the announcement and reveal of Far Cry 6. So, unfortunately, uh, it actually leaked a few days before the conference, I think two days before, and it was leaked by no, no one else than the 
PlayStation Store out of all people. Really weird. Uh, so it wasn't a third party site or anything like that, but actually the PlayStation Store leaked it. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure how that happened or how that all went down. So uh, yeah, we got we got a little leak before it, and then we got a little teaser. I think 24 hours before the uh, actual reveal trailer, and it showed that the Breaking Bad's Gus Fring, Gustavo Fring, man. If you haven't watched Breaking Bad, man, I heard you guys to do it. Uh, one of the most, uh, one of the uh, most great, uh, outstanding characters. Uh, from that show, man, uh, Gustavo Fring, played by Giancarlo Esposito, uh, you know, uh, he is taking up the helm of the game's uh, uh, antagonist, the game's main villain, uh, and uh, yeah, man, uh, it's, it's very exciting news, very exciting news uh, that Giancarlo Esposito uh, will be playing the Far Cry 6 main villain. As I said, you know, players will, or players will know him, or people will know him from obviously playing Gus Fring, Gustavo Fring on Breaking Bad, and and as well as you know uh, in the Mandalorian, which I'm still yet to uh, finish. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man, and then we got the reveal trailer on uh, Saturday, I believe it was a Saturday or Sunday. I think yeah, Sunday, uh, and we got like a three minute trailer, uh, you know, and it showed us. Uh, you know, um, Giancarlo. You know, the, uh, you know what, what his character is going to be like, and you know uh, his son. So he, he takes on the role of Anton Costillo, uh, and uh, his son is Diego, who's preparing for leadership of the totalitarian island state of Yara. Players will take on the role of Danny Rojas, who can be played as male or female, who is a Yaran guerrilla revolutionary. Right, and yeah, so um, got the reveal trailer man showing off, you know, the the landscape of uh, you know where where it's going to be set. No, no gameplay details, anything like. That. However, we did get some game gameplay screenshots as well on there. Uh, yeah, and and it looks great, man. It looks great. Um, so yeah, I was very excited about that, and obviously, you know. Giancarlo being the main villain on that man, I'm I'm very very excited, very eager to see how it turns out. In terms of Far Cry games, though, man, uh, you know the the last one I, I played was Far Cry Five, right? Um, I bought that game for about forty eight pounds, man, and because I was such a big fan of it, and well, of the whole series, and I really love Far Cry Three and Number Four. Uh, I thought 3 was probably the masterpiece out of all of them. I didn't know that it was remastered for PS4. So I'm very tempted to pick that up somewhere down the line. But yeah, number 3 when I played it on PS3 was amazing. Uh, I think one of the best games I ever played. from The best Far Cry game I ever played. And you know, uh, it followed up with number 4 which was a tough task obviously. But I did enjoy playing number 4. Not as much as number 3 but I did enjoy the whole setting of it being Kairat and you know in the Himalayas and things like that. And you know, you taking on the role of a character called Ajay Gale and you know, (laughs) being Indian and stuff. Yeah, it it was cool man, I really enjoyed that. Um, so when I bought number five, uh, obviously this was set in America, and you're going against uh, some sort of church leader and things like that. Uh, so I gave it a chance. So I spent nearly fifty quid on this game. I gave it a chance, and you know I I couldn't get into it, man. I really couldn't get into it. Maybe I just didn't give it a chance, or anything like that. But 
I tried getting into it and it got to a point where uh, you know to advance to the next mission or the next island or things you had to actually uh, clear out most of the island which is not the case or wasn't the case in Far Cry 3 and 4 you could go on and do uh, the main missions without anything holding you back really you didn't have to clear out the island you didn't have to clear out the camps or anything like that uh, to advance to the next mission to the next island you know you're free to roam you know the whole uh, place uh, you know before you know from the get-go really um, as far as I'm aware and you know there was nothing really holding you back from advancing to the next mission and things whereas with number five that was the case and that threw me off heavily it threw me off heavily man and uh, I think that was one of the main reasons why I couldn't get into it and the story was a bit subpar for me as well you know focusing on this church leader this cult leader this cult activist and things and just the whole setting of America and somewhere as well it just it just didn't really sit well with me where the other two locations you know with three you're set on that island you know that tropical island and number four in the Himalayas and things that was really dope and yeah it's number five man um even though it was it got like I think high eights on there um yeah I just I just couldn't get into it man I really couldn't get into it so um I hope I hope with number six it's not the case with this um yeah i hope it's not the case you know i think you know with giancarlo taking up the role as a villain you know that's, that's a huge draw and the second that is set in like a fictional sort of cuba havana you know a uh, tropical sort of our paradise island um you know you know that's another draw as well you know kind of giving you that uh inkling or reminiscence of number three um when you're on that tropical island i can't remember its name but yeah so uh, i'm going to wait and see how this turns out wait and see how the gameplay looks and the reviews and things um you know even though number five got quite high reviews and i picked it up and i just didn't like it and things <coughs> excuse me i'm just gonna wait and see how it turns out um but if it goes down the same sort of route where you have to clear the island first before moving on Maybe I need to give it another chance. I don't know, but uh, yeah, let's see. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to rush to buy this, you know, uh, as I did with number three and four uh, and five, really, um, because yeah, I think number three and four, you know, they turned out great for me, but number five wasn't. Uh, so yeah, let's see. I think as I said, you got two huge draws on here with the uh, tropical setting on the island and obviously G and Carlo with the big villain. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hold hold off for a bit as as I always do with big purchases <laughs> and uh, see how this turns out really. But yeah, I am intrigued. I'm gonna keep my eye on it and you know for all Far Cry, Far Cry fans as well, I, I can uh, uh, I can uh, uh, expect that you guys are excited about this too. Uh, I think this 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 is the only sort of FPS shooter that I I, I enjoy playing. That um, along with like Resistance back on the PS3 and Killzone, uh, you know these are the only like first person shooters I actually really like playing. Uh, so um, yeah, let's let's keep our eyes peeled on that. So yeah, New Far Cry 6, and that is scheduled to drop, uh, I believe, 18th of February 2021. But we know a lot uh, happens in between this time. And you know, uh, normally Far Cry's are set to drop in February, March, sort of time, and they get delayed. So just take that re- that release date with, uh, with a grain of salt, as a pinch of salt, because I do believe that's going to get delayed as well. But yeah, really excited about that. Really, really excited about that. 
So yeah, Far Cry 6, man, yeah, dope. Man, we got some uh, PS5 news to talk about. So just over last week, <coughs> excuse me, we got the, um, the box art reveal, how PS5 games are going to look. And that was showcased with the reveal of the Miles Morales, the Spider-Man, Miles, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales uh, box art, how that is going to look. Um, it's it's gonna it's gonna be the cover of today's episode, man. So you know you can check that out as well. But um, just a brief description of it. So instead of the blue logo at the top that is on the PS4 boxes, it's gonna be replaced with a white banner, a white strip, and it's gonna retain the same uh, color as the as the PS4 box, the whole blue box. So that's gonna be there, but it's just a white banner uh, with PS5 on the top. Uh, one thing that was missing from this Miles Morales uh, um, box art was, you know, the only on PlayStation sign, only on PlayStation logo or, uh, or um, phrase that is on exclusive PlayStation games. But uh, that was revealed that um, that's no longer going to be on the boxes. It's actually going to be uh, just the PlayStation Studios logo in the bottom right hand corner. Obviously, that's going to be the indication that this is a exclusive to PlayStation. So they've gotten rid of the only on PlayStation phrase and replaced it with this PlayStation uh, Studios logo. Uh, you know, which uh, they formed by merging with uh, you know uh, uh, quite a few exclusive PS PS companies, PlayStation companies. So yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks dope, man. Um, I wish, kind of wish it was all white. To be honest, like the box was all white instead of blue, you know, with a uh, with the blue casing and things. But um, I'm not mad at it, man. I'm not mad at it. Uh, yeah, it looks great. So we got we got um, the box art for that, and we also got the box art for Godfall as well. Again, you know, we've got the white banner at the top as well. So yeah, yeah, I'm digging it, man. Just uh, if only if I could change one thing, I just wish it was all white or mix of white and black. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, dope. Um, so we so we got we got that we got that um, little uh, uh, reveal there. We got some more news about the backwards compatibility. So uh, uh, a patent leaked online just a few days ago, saying that it suggests that PS1, PS2, and PS3 could be backwards compatible via the cloud on PS5. Uh, so what they've said is is that. Um, a large number of game titles across the PS1 to PS3 and various generation games consoles can be stored and used via the cloud gaming library. These games can be run on a virtual machine that mimics the operating system associated with each game console. Um, it's not clear how this would be achieved or whether it is tied to the existing PlayStation Now system. It could be that the virtualized operating system solution is a means of not having to build backwards compatibility technology into the new hardware, although this isn't mentioned in the patent documents. Uh, it later suggests that users will be able to record and create mini games from their gameplay and share it with friends via the cloud. That sounds as though it could be associated with the new DualSense controller's create button. Uh, and uh, it, it, and previous Sony patents have mentioned scene tagging, which could allow players to record playable sections of games and share them. Uh, so obviously, take this with a hefty grain of salt. It just means that Sony is researching and looking into using the technology. Nothing is confirmed. Um, we've also previously heard that the PS5 will be backwards compatible with the majority of PS4 games, but haven't heard official word on previous generations. Uh, so you know, as I said, we need to take this as a grain of salt. But it'd be really dope if we could play all PS One to Four games on there, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> I think you know that would only boost up Sony's stock on that, man. And uh, so yeah, man, uh, just just watch this space on that. 
A game that I've been keeping my eye on over the last uh, you know month or two is Mafia. Right, so 2K Games announced that a Mafia Remastered Trilogy uh, is on its way to PS4 and Xbox One. I think Mafia 2 and 3 have been released, uh, so you can pick those up right now. Um, on PS Store or wherever, uh, uh, you know, so you can play the remastered versions of two and three uh, on, on, on your current games consoles. And they're remastering Mafia One um, from the ground up. They include new dialogue, new cutscenes, and it's being remastered from the ground up. And this one is titled Mafia: The Definitive Edition. And you know, uh, so you can purchase Mafia: The Definitive Edition on its own, or you can purchase Mafia: The Definitive Edition trilogy as a pack of three games, and that will be set to come out. Uh, it was set to come out August twenty eighth, but two K Games have delayed that now up until September the twenty fifth due to the ongoing COVID crisis, and they wanted to make the game perfect. Uh, so yeah, it's been delayed by a month from August twenty eighth to September twenty fifth. The developer Hangar 13 explains that the delay has been caused by difficulties uh, working um, amid the effects of COVID-19. Uh, finalising everything in time for the launch date has become increasingly challenging and the last thing they want to do is compromise the quality of the experience. Uh, to make up somewhat for the extra weight, they will be showing an extended look at the Mafia Definitive Edition gameplay on July 22nd, so sometime next week. So it's a total remake of the 2002 original, including a new game engine, updated script, new cutscenes, added gameplay sequences, and more. And it comes as part of the Mafia Trilogy collection. Yeah, so that's a game that I've been keeping my eye on over these last few months, and it looks great, man. It looks very GTA-esque, and, you know, I went back and looked at the old reviews of all the Mafias, and... Uh, they say that number one was the best one out of the trilogy and you know from them you know remastering that from the ground up uh yeah it's, it's um it, uh, got it's piqued my interest so I'm, I'm keeping my eye on that and i'm very i'm very interested to to see how that turns out um i think it is looking to be a uh, potential purchase for me on that um so yeah i'll just wait to hear more on that and see the gameplay and the reviews before i make that purchase obviously <laughs> right Rounding things off on the game side of things then man So Ghost of Tsushima man they, That's set to drop this Friday uh, I'll definitely be picking that up this Friday uh, They put out a launch trailer as well To just you know add to the excitement Another dope trailer as well Just getting everybody gassed and excited for that So heavily heavily anticipating And heavily excited for this Ghost of Tsushima set to drop this Friday I know I'll be picking that up man Definitely um, I haven't pre-ordered it, but I'm I'm just gonna go pick it up because last time I pre-ordered Last of Us Two, man, it came in the evening, and so I missed out on quite a bit of time <laughs> installing it and playing it beforehand. So I'm just gonna go pick it up in store, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, Ghost of Tsushima coming out this Friday, man, and yeah, I'm gonna be picking it up. And the reason I'm gonna be picking that up is I am just about entering the last phase of uh, completing the Last of Us Part Two. I am on the last uh, few chapters, so that should be finished uh, by the time Friday rolls around. Uh, and yeah, so I will give you guys my review of The Last of Us Part 2 next week for sure. Uh, all I can say right now is this game has put me through a lot of emotions. It's uh, made me angered, made me sad, made me frustrated, uh, made me not want to play sometimes, and just just trying. I'm um, questioning the like, you know, the Naughty Dog and Neil Druckmann's, 
you know, thought process of how they wanted the player to feel and things, you know, so it's maybe go to a lot, the ringer of emotions on this, um, so I'm just excited to see how it turns out, uh, I know, obviously, uh, when, when, when the story leaked that people were disappointed with the ending, so I, I do have that in the back of my mind, um, how the ending is going to be and if, it, if it's going to be anything like I, I can picture it or imagine it to be uh, but yeah I just I'm, 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 I'm excited to see how it turns out really excited to see how it turns out um, so yeah I'll definitely give you my guys the review of The Last of Us Part 2 next week um, spoiler free obviously spoiler free um, yeah so <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's it, man. That, that wraps us up on the on on the uh, gaming side of things, man. So yeah, some some great a great week for gaming, man. A lot of news, a lot of reveals and things. So yeah, man. And obviously, we're leading up to Ghost of Tsushima coming out this Friday. So yeah, very very good week for gaming. Just finishing things off, man. Yeah, as I said, the Sleeper Picks is making a return this week, man. Um, you know, haven't been doing it for quite some time, and I apologize. Uh, but you know, I managed to check out two projects. This week, uh, one of the projects this was released quite some time ago, uh, you know, this year, and that was the Boldly James and Alchemist project, Price of Tea in China. Uh, you know, that was released quite a few number of months ago, and you know, they doubled down and released a deluxe version just this Friday. I think they packaged it with four new tracks on there, and yeah, this I uh, managed to check this project out. I man, it's really dope, man, really dope. Um, I really enjoyed listening to this project, man, and it's the first time listening to Boldly James. Uh, but uh, you know, I really enjoyed it, man. This this uh, price of tea in China, the deluxe version, man. This is a, this is a great project, man. Al- Alchemist, obviously, again providing the heat with the beats and stuff. Uh, Vince Staples featured on there. Benny the Butcher, Freddie Gibbs, Evidence, Cool Kids, El Camino, man. Yeah. So the deluxe version comes packaged at sixteen songs, fifty-two minutes. Standard one comes at twelve songs, uh, thirty-nine minutes. Yeah, but uh, I think yeah. Go listen to this, man. Uh, I really enjoy listening to this this project, man. As I said, first time listening to Bowley James, dope MC, man. Uh, excited to hear more from him, and Al obviously killing it with the production on this as well, man. Um, as as expected. So really enjoy listening to this. The price of tea in China deluxe from Bowley James and the Alchemist. Four chilies out of five for me on the spiceometer. Uh, quite spicy, quite thickle uh, as one of the sleeper picks of this week. The second sleeper pick this week came from. Passport Gift and Parks, but obviously, you know, Parks being part of the Joe Budden podcast, you know, one of the standouts there, uh, you know, doing production and mixing and engineering on motor on this project, and he has been doing that for quite a few of uh, these projects. Uh, so this was actually the first one I got to check out from him, uh, Passport Gift and Parks, and yeah, this was a dope, dope project. This one's called No Vaccine, uh, and this one comes packaged at, I believe, what, this one comes packaged at 11 tracks. All coming about 21 minutes or so. We've got features from Graft and Rashid Ch- Chappelle. Yeah, so uh, 11 tracks, 21 minutes, man. A dope little project there from Passport Gift and Parks, man. Um, yeah, great, great production. Great mixing by Parks there and Passport Gift as well. With the bars on that as well, man. Yeah, really dope. Four chilies out of five for me on the Spice Monster as well. So, so, so two dope sleeper picks this week with Boldly James and Alchemist with Price of Tea in China, the deluxe version. And Passport Gift and Parks with no vaccine. So, yeah, so definitely go check those out, man. And, yeah. 
and great music man so yeah that rounds us off for this week episode 106 not always goody podcast thank you guys for listening man as always i'm your humble and gracious host man the boy the most sauce the boy the most chutney man sprinkle a bit of garam masala on top the rotli to your sack the kichdi to your kadi the dal to your bhat man the samosa to your chutney man the the crispy to your bindi the chili to your paneer man the the rose milk to your faluda <laughs> Uh, man, I'm your I'm your host, uh, Notorious Gucci, aka Million Oza. Thank you guys for listening to episode 106. Man, stay safe out there. Have a great week. I'll be back here same time, same place next week. Man, you know the fucking vibes, man. You know the fucking vibes. You're now tuned in to the spiciest podcast in the world, live from the local cash and carry, the Notorious Gucci podcast. Have you still that chuggy? Ooh!